Welcome back to The Witching Podcast. My name is Siobhan. I'm here with my co-host, Julia Delgado. Um, Hi. Today, (laughs) I'm so excited because it's going to be about space, but specifically, Julia is going to educate me on Mars and the Mars Exploration Program. Yes. Yeah. It's very interesting. And if you don't like space... Then this might be a boring episode for you. Nah, everybody <laughs> but I loves think, space. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting. So I'm just gonna like talk about some like, you know, general facts about Mars for a little bit, and then I'll talk a little bit about the Mars Exploration Program and one of the rovers that they just sent out um, last year. So yeah. How much do you know about Mars already? Do you know um, a lot? Okay, so... Is this going to be, like, not news to you? <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, I don't know shit about Mars. Uh, besides really? that, it's, okay. like, uh, the inspiration for a lot of aliens, I guess. You could say mm-hmm. Martians, obviously. Martians. Um, so a lot of stuff in pop culture. It was, like, an obsession I know of in, like, the 1960s. Uh, because that's when most of those, you know, movies came out about Martians or like invaders from Mars or some shit like that. Um, mm-hmm. And then there's like, uh, I know that there's been recent discoveries on Mars involving water, ice, things like that. Yep. And then I know that we just ha- landed, like physically landed so that we have like all these new pictures. I believe that there's even like sound recordings from mars which i thought was really cool to listen to i found those like on twitter but um Mm -hmm. yeah that's all i don't know like anything physically accurate about it i just know like of it if that makes sense okay that makes sense so yeah i'll talk a little bit about the rover that just landed there a little bit later but i kind of first just wanted to like talk a little bit about just some general facts because I feel like most people don't really know that much about Mars and I didn't know much about it until I did research. So (laughs) um, the first thing I wanted to say was that Mars is the fourth planet from the sun, which is about 141 million miles away from the sun. So basically that means it would take about 300 days which is like eight months to get from there to to get there from Earth. Wow, isn't that crazy? Well, it's like not that bad, you know. Like you, you could chill on a spaceship for that long. I feel like I'm not run out of fuel. If that makes sense, yeah. You know, yeah. I just think it's crazy that it would take like eight months to get there. Yeah, that's but so hard to wrap my mind around. I feel like. Well, I don't know. How long do a- current astronauts stay in orbit right now on like the space station? You know, I feel like yeah, they're up there. No, I don't know. I don't. I don't think they're up there for that long. I feel like they would get like really skinny or something. I don't know. Like- you know, I don't know. Actually, it's a good. That's a good thing to look up. But Mars is also known as the red planet, and this is because Mars is covered in soil, rock, and dust. That is all made from iron oxide, which gives, you know, the surface like a red, rusty color. So that's why it's so red. 
And Mars is also named after the Roman god of war, Mars, obviously. And it's really interesting, too, how they took more inspiration from mythology because they also named Mars's two moons um, after the horses that pull um, the Roman god Mars's chariot. Uh-huh. So the names of the moons are, I don't know if I'm pronouncing them right. It's Demios or Deimos and Phobos. You know, I so. totally forgot that Mars had moons. Yeah, so it says that that the moons are actually just like asteroids. Oh. That, um, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know how moon-ish they really are. Like, <laughs> if it's like our moon or if they're a lot smaller than that. Yeah. But yeah, they're. I guess they're just like asteroids that were captured by Mars's gravity. That's so like beautiful to think about, like looking up and you see two moons. I know. I would love that. I'm so jealous. Like it's like that like, photo. Always, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I always think like whenever I watch like sci-fi movies and they're like on a different planet that has like multiple planets or yes. like moons in the sky. It's just like ugh, that's, so it's so cool. That's why I like Star Wars and Star Trek, like the imagery that they draw up and stuff, because imagine just like in say you're like in a sky skyscraper hotel on a different planet and like you look out and you see like three different planets, you know, and different colors in the sky. Like that to me would just be I don't know. Like that would be really I cool know. to experience. It would be so <clears throat> cool. But we'll never experience that, so that's sad. <laughs> Julia, please. <laughs> Um, So Mars is also smaller than Earth with a diameter of 4,217 miles. And that makes it the smallest planet in our solar or the second smallest planet in our solar system. What's Earth diameter like 8,000? I think it's something like that. Let me see really quick. Wow. So Earth is if if it is, it's almost double the size of Mars. It's 7,918 miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So almost half the size. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't realize that. So since the uh, Mars is like the fourth planet from the sun and Earth is the third planet from the sun, their days are pretty much the same length. They're only a tiny bit longer. Mm. So a day on Mars lasts 24 hours and 37 minutes. Oh, that's... I, honestly, that it's, like bothers me because it's not like yeah, on an hour, you know? Yeah, I know. But can you imagine having 37 extra minutes in your day? That would be amazing. Okay. Yes, you're right. Like that's your Virgo that's, rising. That's a, <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I just really think that having an extra 37 minutes would be like, you could do so much with that. Yeah, like play Mario Party for an extra 37 exactly. minutes. <laughs> yeah. And midnight would be 12.37 a.m. It wouldn't be 12. Uh, that's so bothering <laughs> to me. I don't know why. I know. I know. It's kind of weird to like conceptualize in your head. Mm-hmm. So one year on Mars is 687 days long. So that is 1.9 Earth years. And that's obviously just because Mars is further away from the sun, so it takes longer for it to orbit the sun. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that would be... Honestly, I have a hard time with my year on Earth. Like, if it was any longer, (laughs) I would have a fit. 
honestly. You know what? <laughs> honestly, I think I would like it because lately the time has been going by so fast and like last year went by so quickly. Yeah. I think having an extra like 300 something days to my year would be <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, maybe you're right. But that's just because you're you're booked and busy. We're busy girls. That's, I know, that's, but that's the only reason. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. So Mars has a very thin atmosphere. So it's made of 95.9% carbon dioxide and 2.7% nitrogen. So the atmosphere is so thin that it's not thick enough to trap the sun's heat. So that's why it's so cold there. So the temperature there ranges from negative 100 degrees Celsius to in the winter mm-hmm. to like 20 degrees Celsius in the summer. So it, like, and why is Elon Musk trying to terraform that? Like you literally just said that it doesn't even capture the sun's rays. Well, like, how are we supposed to grow shit? Or like, how are we supposed yeah. to be warm there? You know, because his whole well, idea is like, eventually he will terraform it so that it's so livable to us. Like on, like we could just walk around meaning like, like earth, you know, but Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that that this, if he, if that is true and terraforming will work, that's going to take like over a millennia. Like that's going to take so long to do, you know? I know. So another thing about the atmosphere there is Mars has very weak gravity So gravity on Mars is 37% less than it is on Earth. So on Mars, you can jump three times higher than on Earth. I would love to weigh less, like on Mars. Yeah. (laughs) But that'd be so cool, like just jumping like 10 feet in the air. Yeah, that would be cool. Also, like the the body mass index would change, like... Yeah. People would call you fat if you were like 26 pounds or something. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it would change so much. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. So Mars is also a terrestrial planet, which basically just means it's made of rock and it's rocky. So it's made of, um, like we said earlier, soil and lots of hard rocks made of iron oxide and the northern side northern side of mars has a lot of flat plains and the southern side has a lot of ridges and craters so mm. a little bit more about the surface of mars it has a lot of channels plains and canyons which could have been caused by water erosion so definitely a big sign of there being water there in the past Wait, so you're saying that there's legitimate, like, liquid water that they found? Yeah, so, well, no. So the fact that there's canyons and riverbeds and channels like that, that is evidence of water erosion. Oh, so they're I'm sorry, saying you said that, evidence. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so they're <clears> saying <throat> that that's evidence of there being liquid water there in the past. Gotcha. Okay, so like our Grand Canyon, because that was like a whole... That was a river at one point. Exactly. Yeah. So they are, um, but there is actual, there's ice there and there is, um, their North Pole basically is made up of extremely cold ice, like dry ice. So that's a form of water as well. Oh, that's true. Oh, yikes. Dry ice. Yeah. It's crazy. 
So Mars has experienced a lot of violent dust storms there, which can last for months and months and months. And the the erosion from the dust and the wind Mm -hmm. is continually changing the surface of Mars. Oh, wow. I don't... uh, That would be awful. Like, I think about sandstorms here. And, like, mm-hmm. that's scary to me. I don't like when grains of sand are, like, between my toes. Like, I, I don't like the beach because it just makes me so uncomfortable. So imagine, like, sand just flying at your eyes all the time. Yep. Yeah, that would be awful. hmm And then it's so – it lasts for so long and it's so violent that it's, like, literally <laughs> eroding away at the planet. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> that would, like, tear you apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was like that TikTok that I sent you about the planet who um, the woman was saying that it rains shards of glass. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's wow, that's insane. so metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Mars is also home to um, Olympus Mons, which is a dormant volcano. And it's the largest volcano and the highest mountain in our solar system. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's so cool. So it's it's 16 miles high and 600 kilometers across the base, making it the um, three times the height of Mount Everest. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my that's God. That's insane. If we eventually, if we get there, like, you know, there's going to be like that one guy that's like, I got to climb this shit to the top. And he's yep. going <laughs> to like, oh, my God, that, that would take so long. That's brutal. I don't even. You know what, though? Their gravity is really thin, though. Oh, So right. maybe he could just, like, jump up there. He, yeah, he could just like, hop he right could just, up. He could just, like, <laughs> his steps will be, like, a mile long, just his jumps <laughs> up the mountain. What? Cirque du Soleil in Mars would be wild. I'm just thinking about it right now. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so the biggest crater on Mars is Borealis Basin, and it is 5,300 miles from end to end, and it covers 40% of the planet's surface. Wow. I didn't really read that much about that one, but... I'm assuming that it must have been from, like, an asteroid hitting the planet. Like, what else could do that? Uh, giant worm Martians. But, <laughs> like, also... Sandworms? Yeah, sandworms. <laughs> wow, that's 40% of the planet. Yeah. That's... Wow, that's a... Yeah, that's... That's a lot. Imagine... No, I don't want to think about that. I actually... I just watched that movie, <laughs> um, Don't Look Up. Uh, oh, me too. I, you know, I I don't like the idea of something crashing down towards Earth from space at yeah, high Yeah, me neither. Maybe <laughs> that's what killed all of the um, life on Mars. You know, hearing you talk about this, it was reminding me of, like I said, how Martians or aliens from Mars in general seem to be such a topic, uh, you know, in pop culture. I... Mm-hmm. Like, people are so curious as to, like, the origins of Mars and, like, maybe, like you said, like, something wiped them out. And there's this movie called Life. If those of you who are listening, if you haven't seen Life, please go watch it. It's a almost like I would describe it as like a bootleg alien film. 
But mm-hmm. it takes place on the International Space Station and they come across this uh, organism on Mars and they realize that this organism is the reason why Mars no longer has life on it. And they try to not, you know, bring it back to Earth because that would be yeah. the absolute worst thing to happen. Um but there's a few movies like that, you know, like how Mars just suddenly was wiped out like the dinosaurs and and there were yeah. uh, life forms on it beforehand. I want to watch that. I haven't seen that. It's really good. It's really gory. It has like Ryan Reynolds in it. Um, but the alien, the the physical creature that they create, I really, really like. Really? Maybe I have. Why does it sound familiar? Maybe I have seen it. I don't know. I'm going to have to look it up after. Also, Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. See, that sounds even more familiar. I think maybe I have seen it and I just don't remember. It's so good. But another cool thing about the surface of Mars is that it has the largest, also has the largest canyon in our solar system. So, you know how we have the Grand Canyon and it's freaking humongous? Yes. This is even bigger than that. And it's called um, Ballas. I don't know how to pronounce that. Mariners? Mariner, Marineris, Marineris, Marinera, Valis Marinera, no, Valis Mar, Marineris. Nice. Yeah, I think it's. I think it means Mariner Valley. I think that might just be like Latin or something. <laughs> Isn't Mariner like uh something seafaring? Yeah. Okay. So, but it was definitely carved like same thing as the Grand Canyon by water erosion. Okay. So this canyon is four miles deep and it stretches 2,500 miles long. Wow. So if you think about it, that's basically like, because we said that the diameter of Mars is 4,000 something miles and this yeah. canyon is 2,500 like miles. <laughs> yeah, that's insane. And it's four miles deep. Holy that's like actually scary. And the fact that like yeah. we don't like I said, we don't know what's down there. That's mm-hmm. no thanks. I want to know what's down there. No, you they have to make say, a movie about that. You you always <laughs> say like when I talk to Julia about space and stuff, I'm like, oh, that's creepy. I wouldn't want to like go do that. She's like, no, I want to know. No, I, I, I would go and see it. I'm like, absolutely not, Julia. Why? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Okay. <clears throat> I want, cause I'm curious and I want to know, but I don't think I would go myself. <laughs> I want other people to go and then tell me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that. But at the same time, that, that's how I feel about like our ocean. Like when mm-hmm. people discover like more ugly things that are deep, deep in the ocean, I'm like, why did you have to do that? Like, I didn't need yeah. to know that. I, every time I see a new ugly fish or creature from the ocean, it's against my will. I don't appreciate it. (laughs) You know what, though? So when you just said that you were talking about um, wanting to know what's in the ocean, that gives me the same effect as like how I feel about deep space, how it makes me like sick to think about. Yes. Like that makes me also sick to think about what is under the ocean. But for some reason, Mars does not give me that feeling because I think it just seems so unreal Yes. It doesn't make me like it just seems so I'm so detached from that 
It makes and it doesn't seem as bad. Yes, I understand that. I'm actually like the exact opposite. I'm more comfy with Mars, and like say they did find something because it's been so like like I said, it's been so popular to talk about Mm -hmm. and and to study. I feel like at this point, I'm just like familiar with it. It wouldn't be so crazy if something was found, you know. Mm -hmm. I agree, but. If something was found deep in the ocean or deep in space, <laughs> nope. I don't know. That would make me feel no. very... <laughs> That's canceled. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, like I said earlier, so Mars has the north and south pole like Earth does. And the polar ice caps are covered in a layer of frozen carbon dioxide, which is dry ice. So, But that also has um, water in it as well. Okay. So, that's pretty crazy. And kind of something cool to think about is because Earth is so close to Mars, humans will most likely be the first ever to explore Mars. Yeah, I love that thought. And like people, you know, get really upset, rightfully so, where they're like, you know, we shouldn't even think about being multi-planetary, you know, beings because we can't even take care of the first planet that we shat on. And yeah. I I agree with that, like, 100%. But it does also, like, the fantastical part of me is, like, you know, that would be really fucking cool if one day we could go there, you know, say for, like, vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like, just being able to experience a new world, that is very uh, intriguing to me. Yeah. Like, it's really cool that we're able to go to the moon. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. The fact that Mars is like another planet, Mm -hmm. it just seems so cool that we, you know, that would be the first place that we would go. Right. Because it's so close too. So like why, that should be the first place that we go. Yep. It would be like the new like Wild West. You know how like all the settlers were moving around and then- The new frontier. Yeah, Star Trek. (laughs) Um, But- uh, Like I said, like, it would just be, like, a free-for-all. It would be, like, so new. Like, there'd be no laws in place. You know what I'm saying? Like, it would be just be, Mm -hmm. like, I kind of like that vibe. Me too. So, some of the rovers that were sent out, they collect samples and record scientific data for scientists to study here on Earth. Some of the names of those are the Viking 1, Viking 2, Mars 2, Mars 3, Spirit, Phoenix, Pathfinder, Curiosity, and Opportunity. And the one that we're going to talk about today is called Perseverance. Um, That was the most recent one that was sent up. I love those names, but uh, I'm going to have to go with Pathfinder. I really like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. I like Perseverance though, just because like it was um, launched in 2020 Mm -hmm. and that's when COVID started. And, you know, scientists really had to persevere, I guess, to keep the project going. So I think it's like a good name for it. Yeah, I like Um, that too, actually. So one more fun fact before we start talking about perseverance is something that we all know already. Right now, there is no evidence of life on Mars. However, it is the planet with the best conditions to support life. And scientists believe that there is potential for life under the surface of Mars because they recently found water ice just under the surface. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, they're all liars and they're hiding it from us. Yeah, I think they probably already found it. 
They're trying to like, <laughs> that's why they hired all those theologians and priests, you know, so they could be like, yep. okay, what's the best way to uh, have this uh, public? <laughs> how can yeah, we, exactly. <laughs> how can we make this the most digestible to all these people? Yes. <laughs> Um, so now we can move on to the Mars Exploration Program. And I got some information from this from the NASA website. And according to their website, the mission statement for this program is, I'll just read it right from there. The goal of the Mars Exploration Program is to explore Mars and to provide a continuous flow of scientific information and discovery through a carefully selected series of robotic orbiters, landers, and mobile laboratories interconnected by a high bandwidth Mars slash Earth communications network. Wow. So they're just studying it. That's yeah. the whole point of it. You know what? I love that vibe that NASA has and just like spacefaring in general. They're like, we don't know what's up, but we're just going to go and see it. <laughs> remember? Well, yeah. <laughs> like the telescope? Well, yeah. They were like, you know, we don't really know what we're going to find, but we're just going to go with it anyways. We're just going to shoot this up there and see and see what we can, uh, you know, look at. I mean, like how I feel like how else are they supposed to go about it? Because they don't know it's there. So they just kind of have to sh- take a shot in the dark. A I know. Bit. I just, you know, <laughs> just like kind of when I hear NASA, though, or like just uh large science companies i'm like they should sound more like they have a plan but like it's just straight vibes i've just been noticing (laughs) yeah so why have they kind of started this program kind of like i said before mars is the most accessible place to us in the solar systems and so close to us and it provides the opportunity to possibly answer um solar system science questions like origin and evolution of life questions. And it could someday possibly be a destination for survival of humankind. Yes. Maybe. Maybe. So I feel like it's pretty much, I feel like it's really worth it for them to look into this just Mm -hmm. for some, you know, just in case we fuck things up so badly here that we have to escape and go to Mars. Yep. (laughs) which we're on the right track. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So the most recent rover, like I said earlier, that was launched was the Perseverance rover. And it was launched on July 30th, 2020 at 4.50 a.m. Pacific time. So 7.50 a.m. Eastern time. And it landed on February 18th, 2021 at 12.55 p.m. Pacific time or 3.55 p.m. Eastern time. So it took a long ass time for it to get there. So it's only actually now since it's the end of January, it's almost been there for a year. So it's pretty cool. Wow. So at the time that they were writing about this um, on their website, kind of giving updates, it was 10 months into the, after it landed. So um, that was two months ago. So the information that I'm going to be giving is as of two months ago. It could be more now as far as statistics goes, but um, right. it's pretty up to date. Gotcha. So basically what the Perseverance rover is doing there is it's seeking signs of habitable conditions on Mars from the past, but also searching for signs of past microbial life. So 
It's just looking to see if there's any habitable conditions there. And again, if there's been any evidence of past microbes or fossils or anything like that from the past. You know, this is the exact plot of that movie. And is it? You know, I I'm feeling a little uncomfortable. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. Uh if you knew and those of you who are listening, if you knew just how uh terrifying that creature was and when they found it, it was very small. It was a single celled organism, but then they fed it sugar and then that and then it grew. So oh, and no. it was from a rover that was on Mars and then it came to the International Space Station because, you know, they weren't going to immediately bring the thing back down to Earth. They were like, OK, we have to have a almost like a mediation place so that we can study it outside of Earth just in case it's bad. And I just yeah. feel like this is happening. <laughs> Well, you're going to feel even more like that the no. next part I tell you. No. <laughs> so an- basically what this rover does is it has the drill and it collects core samples of the most promising rocks and soil and atmosphere samples and sets them aside in like a cache or like kind of like a storage facility that's on Mars. And that's basically all it's doing. So. The purpose of this is so that when this mission is done, they can launch another mission that could potentially return the samples to Earth. Okay. Wait, to Earth? Yes, to Earth. No. Yeah. They have to do it somewhere else. Well, well, I mean, I don't know. It's just rocks. You don't know that, Julia. They could be little crabs. You know, like in in (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean, that one... Uh, I don't know what it's called, but they, uh, you thought they were stones and then they popped up as crabs. They could, oh, oh, wait. But like, what? Sorry, I have ADD. My brain is like (laughs) thinking about that other movie called Apollo 10 or Apollo 11 or something. And it's Mm -hmm. like a horror movie where they go to the moon and they realize that these little rocks on the moon are these little uh, creepy crawly spider arachnid aliens Ew. and they bite you and shit and that's why like the mission was lost or something mm-hmm. and i you know i'm just getting all these same vibes i'm not about it but what so i think it's a little safer though because they're able to like the the rover has a camera on it so and like a microscope so they can like study the samples to see if there's like any life on them. Like they can see cells, I think, I'm pretty sure. Because that's what they showed in the video. So I think that they would be able to tell if there's any life on these samples already. Okay, like they're well, not going to, I don't think that they're going to bring anything back that could possibly have any tiny little microbes that are living on it. Because I think that they would know that. Okay, well, I'm not before. happy about it still. <laughs> <laughs> I could be wrong though. <laughs> I I just saw in the video that they definitely had some sort of camera and they were able to see the core samples in the drill. So I'm assuming that they have some sort of high-powered microscope on there as well so that they can study them, like the surface and the the makeup of the samples mm-hmm. without them having to be like in their actual labs. So Okay, well, I'll let it yeah. slide. 
Okay. (laughs) The rover is also going to be challenging and addressing different ways that humans can go to Mars. So they're going to be testing out methods of producing oxygen from the atmosphere. They're going to be identifying other resources such as like subsurface water. They're going to be improving landing techniques and characterizing weather, dust, and other potential environmental conditions that could affect future astronauts um, who are living and working on Mars. So it's going to be like testing all of those things to see how habitable it is for astronauts to be there. That's uh, something that I never really thought about. And that's Mm -hmm. a good point. It's almost like, you know, creating this whole data spectrum of predictability, you know? Yeah, exactly. Another really cool thing that they just tested was powered flight on Mars. So flying in their atmosphere. So they have, they basically attached this mini helicopter to the rover. And when they landed, they launched, it's called the Mars helicopter. And the name of it is Ingenuity. Mm-hmm. And it has so far successfully demonstrated that powered control flight is possible in Mars's thin atmosphere. So they can fly a helicopter there. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. So, so far, it has logged 18 flights and it has flown 2.37 miles. And it's really, really cool because if you think about it, this is the first flight on another planet that we've conducted. I mean, I don't know about I don't know about other aliens, but that we've done. We this is our first flight on another planet. That's something that like people I think just kind of like fog over maybe mm-hmm. that this is like a whole nother planet. Like this is not yeah. this is something very very new. Like this is a whole other orb in our solar yeah. system that we could potentially you know like you said have that you know people walking on flying you said like this is uh, a lot bigger than people are making it out to be you know yeah i agree i just think that's probably like the coolest part because even though it's only flown 2.37 miles like that doesn't seem like a lot but still just the fact that they were able to engineer a helicopter that could fly in that atmosphere is really really cool mm-hmm. so some of the accomplishments that the rover made last year is it collected over 50 gigabytes of data. It took over 100,000 images. It converted or it created 50 grams of oxygen. And it has so far driven over um, 1.8 miles. And that's obviously going to be more now in the last two months. But at that point, that was the record for the longest drive in a Martian day and the record for the fastest rover on Mars. And so far, the rover has taken six samples of rock and atmosphere. So that was, of course, two months ago, but still. So that's really cool. That's a lot of milestones that it's hit so far. Mm -hmm. And the next phase of the rover's mission is for it to explore the delta that formed in the Jezero crater, which is this, this huge crater that was created billions of years ago from sediment from an ancient river that carried into the lake that once existed in the crater. So the delta is basically the river that led up to the giant 
River, which is now called the Jezero Crater. So they're going to be exploring that. I have a question. Okay. When was uh, Earth formed versus when was Mars formed? Let's check. Because you keep using terms like ancient, and it honestly, it doesn't make me feel comfortable. Again, because what if, if Mars was created or formed before Earth, and you know how we went through all of our evolution processes and things like that, I'm just thinking about what could have been on Mars and then was mysteriously wiped out including like lakes and rivers and things like that because in um when we were studying the telescope remember that lady was like a good indicator of life or the key to life is water Mm -hmm. you know yep so that so knowing that mars had lakes and rivers and shit like that that yeah, I, don't, I know. I don't think they should go under the surface. Honestly, that I do. No. I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, Earth and Mars are about the same age. Oh my god, they were formed around four point five billion years ago. Although Mars is considered to be a little bit older. <gasps> oh my god! I think it was Mars was formed four point six billion years ago, and Earth was formed four point five billion years ago. Oh my gosh. But again, this crater that they're talking about, they're saying that it was from billions of years ago. So it would have been a very, very long time ago. That's true. That I don't think anything could have survived up until now. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? So even if they do find something in the crater, I feel like it'll probably be just like fossils or something like that. Yeah. That'd be cool if they found like fish like fossils in the lake or in the river. Oh god. That'd be so cool. What are they gonna look like? Are they gonna if it would be actually more creepy to me if they looked exactly like the things on Earth. I think that would be really cool. I think yeah. it would be less creepy. Uh Julia. I don't understand you. <laughs> <laughs> what nothing you just seem like this really sweet why you know scared not scared but in the episode that we recorded last time you were like you know i was scared of everything and now you're like yep give it all to me i do not care at all i'm just curious (laughs) i just want to know (laughs) cats die from being curious julia Uh, whatever (laughs) you know what I don't know when the shift happened, but it happened. I know. And I just want to know everything now. And before, I was a big scaredy cat. It's fine. Live it up. Okay. So, last thing that um, I have about this is that, about that future mission that I talked about earlier where they'll go to collect the samples. So, they're kind of planning that in cooperation with the European Space Agency that they're going to spend a, uh, send a spacecraft to Mars to collect the sealed samples from the surface and return them to Earth for like some in-depth analysis. So, that's kind of the next phase of this mission after the rover is done collecting samples and stuff. Gotcha. But yeah, that's pretty much all I had about Mars. 
I hope you guys enjoyed. I I think it's really interesting. I absolutely loved it personally, even though like it's terrifying. Um, (laughs) but (laughs) I, I really loved it. Um, the only thing that, yeah, I, if, when we get off this, Julia, I want you to watch that movie so that you can understand my fears maybe a little bit better. If you okay. haven't already watched it. Yeah, good idea. I'll watch it. Okay. Um, but thanks for listening to this episode. If you guys have any questions, comments, uh, topic suggestions, you can email us at thewitching.podcast at gmail.com. We are also now on Apple and Google Podcasts, so that's really exciting. Um, Yay! Join us next week for the next episode of The Witching.